Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Podesi, a podcast by Big Fat Gorilla. I'm bringing the hello, hello, hello back. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I didn't do it in the last episode. And my best friend was like, what the hell was that? You need to bring it back. So I decided I'm not going to stop doing it. Um, welcome to the podcast. If you're new, please leave me a follow on Spotify and please leave me a review if you like this podcast. So first things first, guys, um, Instagram chronological following order is back. I just had to get that out of the way. I feel like that's so on brand for this podcast. Like for my girlies who like to stalk, I thought it wasn't real. You know, I feel like I've heard this like over the past like year, probably like five times. It's back, it's back, it's back. And it's never back for me. It never fucking worked. But this time it is back and it's very unfortunate because my boyfriend has to leave his Instagram. So I don't really have anywhere to stalk. Also, I trust him. <laughs> kind of crazy. But like if I had a boyfriend I didn't trust or was dating someone, this would be Oh, so bad for my mental health but amazing i had to share it anyways i just got back from greece had a really really good time went on a little vacation uh for the first time as well and it was really fun um but however i really miss making the podcast and i had like so many ideas bumping into my head like oh my god i want to talk about this i want to talk about that and um Next week, we're going to have a podcast with a guest on for the first time. If you're Dutch, um, then you probably know the subject, what I'm going to be talking about. But basically, f Dutch fraternities were acting up. Uh, it, it involves like sexism, rape, um, rape culture, more specifically, blah, 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 blah. Very interesting, very shocking stuff. And I want to talk about that next week. But today's episode, I want to talk about like, I guess... Um, losing your virginity because i just feel like there are so many taboos about it and i was listening to this other podcast and they were just like talking about how they would think it was gonna be and how it actually went and i was like damn i have so much to say about that as well because i feel like for me um yeah i had so many weird influences from the outside um impacting <laughs> my behavior during sex when i was like younger <coughs> porn so I, I really would like to talk about that and it's just going to be a little vent. So enjoy and let me know if you think it was relatable because I really want to talk about it. So I feel like I have quite a relatable like losing my virginity story. I feel like this is the case with like most of the people that I've met in my life. I don't know what that says about me or my surroundings, <laughs> but I've barely met people that had like a relationship and then lost their virginity. Like basically my story is that I was around like 16 and I met a guy and he was 19, which child, let me not talk about that too much because that is very questionable looking back. And, you know, he was then my boyfriend. I feel like I had like, I guess... I hate saying that into the mic, but I guess I really felt like he used me because <laughs> I was obviously a very young girl, vulnerable, don't really think I was ready to have sex, but kind of got pushed into it, which I don't want to talk about that either. But, you know, and I feel like a lot of um, girls have had this experience. Like, I feel like um, older guys definitely use that to our advantage um, or like not saying that all men do that but i feel like it's just weird like why do we all lose our virginity by like a 19 20 year old guy or when we're like 15 or 16 it's just not adding up is it and to be honest at the time i didn't really mind losing my virginity to someone that i was not in a relationship with 
Um, looking back on that, I think it was just me like, oh, it's an older, cool guy, you know, and I'm this young girl and he wants me. I'm so mature for my age. You know the story. So I think that had a huge part in me not minding. And it's just like, but I also really think I tried to make the situation better than it actually was in, for myself, but also my friends. I have like this bright memory of telling my friends that I came <laughs> during the first time losing, I mean, losing my virginity. And I just, I, I just remember them asking me, like, for the first time I had sex ever, did you come? And I was like, yeah, like, so hard. Like, it was amazing. And looking back on that, it's like, never ever would I tell a guy that I came when I didn't like not even to the guy that I lost my virginity to I just told him like I remember him asking me which like if you have to ask you're fucking 19 you know but no I didn't come and then I proceeded to like tell my friends that I did like why would I do that right I just think like a lot of that had probably to do with like the pressure of society I just remember being a girl and like I've just read things online or like I've heard it from my parents my their self that I need to lose my virginity with like a boyfriend or someone that I've been in a relationship for like four years or whatever and it's gonna be this magical moment and it's gonna be special and it's gonna be really good sex and you're gonna hold hands gonna be so romantic whatever while losing your virginity in the reality most of the time it's just awkward as fuck <laughs> and I did a little poll um, on uh, Podesi, which if you want to get involved, my Instagram is Podesi with BFG. We do a lot of like votes or sometimes I ask you guys your opinion and, you know, get involved in the podcast. And we had or like my question was, did you have good sex losing your virginity? And we had 31 votes for yes. And we had 68 eight votes for no so you know that just proves it that most people don't really have good sex while losing your virginity and to be honest 31 votes i'm still critical about you guys because i just don't i just don't buy it but but anyways i think um it had to do a lot with me lying about it because i feel like if everyone around you tells you it should be good and it has to be good and on top of that, my friends were also telling me like, oh, yeah, I come all the time with my boyfriend. <laughs> I was just like, fuck, well, uh, I can't tell everyone right now. Like, no, it was actually like super mid or uh, oh, actually, oh, I didn't really want to have sex, actually. <laughs> but it kind of just happened. Like, no, I, I think I really just wanted to convince myself that it was OK. Like, no, actually, it was the best time ever. And I had really, really good sex. I think just to prove something i guess and not only just like proving something but maybe as well like compromising because it's like oh i didn't have a boyfriend or like someone who really loved me so i have to go tell everyone that i had the best sex ever because you know otherwise um i'm gonna seem like the loser in the situation i don't know and i guess like losing your virginity just has so many taboos and stigmas around it Another one being that you guys are probably familiar with it, that when you, you know, lose your virginity, your hymen breaks. And for those who don't know, uh, your hymen is like this thin piece of skin that like 
partially covers the entrance of your vagina and your hymen doesn't fucking break or pop it just stretches and it can happen in a lot of places it can happen during a workout it can happen when you're like biking uh, horse riding whatever i probably stretched mine while i was riding a bike because i'm dutch whatever but it doesn't necessarily have to stretch during sex or like for the first time and for me um losing my virginity it did not hurt at all which looking back great because <laughs> having sex is not supposed to hurt that much and i remember like um getting bombarded with questions from my friends and they were like asking me like did it hurt and i was like no actually not at all and no one was really like oh that nice good for you like no everyone was just like what for me it hurt so fucking much like i was almost crying and they were just like um it was not much of them telling their own story it was just more like judgmental vibes i suppose and i just remember being like in my head like fuck <laughs> does everyone thinks i have this loose ass pussy right now like what is going on and i just remember going to another friend group and they asked me the same question and as a young girl would do i switched up my story i was like yeah you know what it hurts so fucking much wow looking back it's like what the hell was i bragging about like being in pain during sex like what are you doing <laughs> and like let's talk about moaning for a second because i think like so i told you guys losing my virginity didn't hurt <laughs> and I remember like moaning so much during sex when I lose, lost my virginity. There were complaints from neighbors and it was just so like looking back, like when you said like, oh, the neighbors were complaining because she was moaning too loud. Like that sounds hot, but it's like, we're talking about like a 16 year old girl here that has never had sex before in her life and is not even in pain. It's not even enjoying it. She's just moaning because for the sake of moaning because she saw it in porn. Like that's not hot. That is embarrassing. And I remember like, let me have this quick, quick story time for you guys. I was just like, I think I just watched too much porn when I was little because I was just <laughs> acting so fucking ridiculous around sex. I fucking remember that. I was like 15 and I was like on a girl's holiday. <laughs> like <laughs> the type of girl's holiday you can have when you're like 15. And I met with this guy and he was like 18. And whatever, 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 drunk on the beach, making out. I lied, by the way. I told him I was, like, 18, too. And um, I just remember us, like, kissing on the beach. And he was just grinding against me and giving me hickeys, whatever. But I remember fucking moaning during that. And moaning loud, huh? Not, <laughs> not soft moans. Moaning loud as fuck for what bitch like it makes no fucking sense it's so funny to me looking back like ah uh, god i have to keep my kids away from pornography because it makes you start acting different like it made no fucking sense why the fuck was i moaning i was not having sex i was not getting touched arousal in any single way i just felt like i guess this is what men find hot so let me try it on like it's just so I don't know. I really, I really don't. And I guess that's just a perfect segue into like talking about how brainwashed I was by porn 
on such a young age. Like, it took me probably around four years. I wrote down in my notes that it was two years, but I'm pretty sure it's four because I was not as mature at 18. Like, it probably took me around, like, being 20 years old that sex is not supposed to hurt, guys. Like, one of you is doing something wrong because it should not hurt. Either you're not wet enough or you're just not hitting it right. But anyways... Um, I didn't knew that when I was younger and I feel like porn had such a big part uh, play in that because uh, there's a research and it shows that like something around 80% or 88% I'm not sure I'll put it in the show notes um, of pornographic videos involves violence against women or clearly shows a woman being in pain. Um, so with that said, that was the content that I was watching. And not only did I saw it online, I feel like I also got like the um, appreciation of guys in real life of like when I told them like, oh, yeah, I like pain that they would be like so into that, um, which is looking now, I mean, a little bit questionable. Like, why do you want to see me in pain? But I guess there's also like the male validation I got from it. Right. Because looking back at like the stuff that I used to quote unquote like, like I like like choking, slapping, whatever. And like looking back, it's just like, did I really like that? Like I really encourage myself, but also others and especially women to um, be a little bit critical with yourself because I feel like men really often try to make women feel like pain in sex is normal. Um, well, it's just, again, it's not. It's supposed to be enjoyable for both of you and it perfectly can without being uh, seeing the other in pain. But anyways, I feel like a lot of women, and like me, when I was younger, I was like, yeah, yeah, I love to get slapped in the face. And it's like, okay, um, where did that come from? Was it guided to you one time? And, you know, did a guy tell you we should try it? did it feel good did you get complimented right after it happened and like were you pleasing a man or was it something like you actually explored doing it and wanted to try yourself like we have to stay critical with ourselves and especially with like I guess these violent acts I know it's like I don't want to kink shame guys I really don't like enjoy whatever you like but me personally I just wanted to have this conversation because I feel like young women and just women in general can get obsessed by pleasing their men. While it's really just like, what do you like and what kind of sex do I like having? And, you know, um, the guy is going to come anyway, <laughs> point blank, period. So you might as well find out what you also like during sex so you can both have a good time. Because at the end of the day, men cannot guess that. And it's, I don't know. It, Knowing what you like and you originally like, yeah, what are your kings? And rather than how can I please my partner is just so much more better. And I feel like it elevates your sex life so much. And as well, guys, like I know I'm talking off personal experience, but it is just really like I'm making this podcast mainly just to talk about it because when I did my reflecting for this podcast and I was thinking like, how did I lose my virginity and how did I start acting um, after and like how did that impact my sex life I just had this realization of like it's gonna sound heavy because it is is that I was like introduced to the rape fantasy earlier than I was introduced to 
how is it for me to have enjoyable sex as a woman which is fucking insane and that's why i am making this podcast like i remember listening to a podcast last week it was dutch um it was from milu dalen um well it was not from her she was a guest and that's how i found the podcast i'll link it in the show notes anyway for anyone that's dutch and is interested to listening but they were talking about sex she told the podcast host that she did not enjoy penetration for the longest time and when she said that my mind was just like I was like, what? I was, I remember thinking like, she's so fucking brave for saying that on a podcast. And I, and then obviously I had like the second thought of like, why would that be brave? Like, let's pull up the statistics, right? So penetrational sex, G-spot for women. It is one to three big uh, inches into the vagina. Penetration is obviously, obviously like most of the time, or like not most of the time but a lot of men like to like bump into the cervix of a woman which is like the end of the vagina which literally just nothing but just hurts and there's a lot of ways you can make it feel good like little sex tip um rubbing against it it feels really good for women like i like grabbing my partner and just like pushing him against it like i really like that way more than like the fast hitting motion what i would like um, describe as penetration and it's just the fact that from penetrational sex you're probably not going to have an orgasm like don't get me wrong it definitely can happen like I feel like that is the lie that gets spread around the most I don't know if it's actually a lie but I just refuse to believe it like I swear that shit has to be made up by men because it makes no sense to me like that only 25% of women can experience like penetrational sex like it's just not i just feel like if we can all come from this fucking vibrator (laughs) then i'm sure there must be a way to do it um with penetrational sex too but anyways not the point just the point is that okay so as i said penetrational sex we're probably not going to have an orgasm what can give us an orgasm then fingering very effective um as i said the g-spot is like one to three inches in so a very effective way of um finding your g-spot it's like hooking your point finger and your middle finger you hook them like you do like come here with them so you tap into it like that tap 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 not like um like in and out but like the tap tap like you hook them that's probably where your g-spot is and that is where you're likely to find it write it down for tonight girls (laughs) we are on a search but and another different way is probably head eating pussy um that really works penetration is hard like there's no clear simulation with penetration it's not to say it isn't nice i love it don't get me wrong but i feel like we should do may- way more of the like surgeon of like okay so what spots are very nice to hit in our vaginas other than like our fucking cervix like i mean like men they love hitting against the cervix like that's the end of your vagina with usually can cause a lot of pain as i said before in this podcast it just like doesn't really do a lot and i feel like as women it's so important for us to you know also think about yourself like what is nice for me and i did a poll about it as well like do you like like getting pounded but the like in there twice because it's quite a naughty question <laughs> but i have 64 votes for yes and 25 percent for no which i still was quite surprised 25 votes a lot i feel like and i really respect that and 
Yeah, it's just like, as I, I expected the votes to be like more yes than no because it's not that I don't believe you guys, but it just because I obviously can only judge from what I know about myself and what I know about myself is that um, it's hard to go against that male fantasy i suppose or like all you know or your own sex life that you're like oh it's actually it could be better like it's really hard i just because as a woman i think sometimes it would just make me feel like a failure i suppose definitely when i was younger like why am i not enjoying sex so it's very hard to admit to that so you know the votes the results reasonable but I went to Reddit anyways. <laughs> That's where the realest people are. <laughs> Just kidding. I really appreciate you guys voting. Please do that more often on Pedestrian with BFG on Instagram. Anyways, there was this post and it was this girl saying, penetration is overrated. <laughs> and she said, Just thought someone should come right out and say it. Never heard a woman share good losing her virginity story. Usually it was painful and awkward. It does get a little better over time. And by better, I mean like tolerable it's not that great it's really mostly about the clit anyways my vibrator doesn't penetrate at all it's external and i get off at it whenever i want to <laughs> if i ever never got penetrated again uh, i could live with it well i don't agree with that like I, I, it's still a really nice thing but what i found interesting about the comments as well is that most of the women were like i love it if I have a loving and caring partner. And I feel like with a loving and caring partner also comes someone that cares about your orgasm, basically. And I feel like hookup culture or like when you just start having sex and you just are in contact with a lot of men that do not know what the fuck they're doing, you're just getting pounded. And like in the worst way possible, like in the fast way, not the deep and hard, but like the fast. And I just feel like I have... I just remember, like, I have such an expressive face. Like, there have definitely been moments that I was just getting, like, pounded by people. One person, sorry. <laughs> I came out the wrong way. It's not what I, it's not, that's not what I meant. Anyways, by a person. And fucking rolling my eyes, like, over his shoulder or something like that. Like, being so fucking bored. Like, that's when I started realizing, like, okay, mm, I have to do something about this. Like, because... And I have to start communicating more because I cannot give the full blame to all the men. Like, I also have to step up because how are they going to know what I like if I don't even know what I like? But anyways, just being bored with that. Like, they don't know what they're doing. And, you know, it's really up to us to find out what that is that we personally like. Oh my gosh, you guys, I went on such a tension. But I still have, like, one last thing I want to talk about. And how could we leave it out, right? Consent. And not even consent, but that's just the wor first word that came up into my mind. But I mean more like it's okay to say no to sex as well. I feel like younger me had a really, really hard time saying no to sex. And not even because I feel like everyone straight away thinks of like, oh, like that's rape or like, you know, that's like someone pushing you into sex. Like, no. It can literally be as simple as having a boyfriend or being really close to someone, whatever, and they want to have sex with you, but you don't really feel like it and then do it anyway. And I feel like this is such a big thing for not only women, but also men. I feel like a lot of men feel a lot of shame saying no to sex because you know men are these raging sex animals and if you say no to sex then what kind of man are you but no like obviously as a man 
it um, is also perfectly fine to say no to sex. And I feel like what I just mentioned is like so important because like when you say no to sex, even in times that I did say no, I just feel really, really guilty. Like a part of me, I guess, kind of feels like I owe it to someone sometimes, whether it's that in a relationship or I'm dating someone. I'm just like, I just feel like, a, I guess, the boomerang when I say no to sex. And sometimes I would even end up apologizing. Like, I am sorry that I don't want to have sex right now. Sorry, like maybe later tonight or like... and reflecting on that is like what are you doing it's my body if i don't feel like having sex i don't owe anyone anything and i feel like that's really hard to like get across your own head sometimes because i do not like saying this into the mic i do not like admitting that i don't feel like having sex sometimes and like why is that like why do i feel this like intense like guilt or like shame or like i'm feeling like i'm being lame with saying that out loud which while it's like obviously perfectly fine to not always want to have sex and I really feel like it has to do with the whole like male fantasy um, porn influence that I guess that had on me and to be honest I'm just fucking sick of it like as I said earlier I just done a lot of reflecting and I just like the amount of times that I've said to men when I've started like having sex like oh no I don't really feel like it I have a headache sorry or like sorry I can't I'm just so tired or like sorry like whatever and it's like I'm making up all of these fucking excuses to get out of sex while it obviously just be perfectly fine to just say no if you have a good sex partner and as well what's even worse what's even worse what I really want to hold myself accountable for is compromising I'm sometimes like being like oh but like oh but I like him so much so you know what I'll, I'll just do it for him and it's like my whole pussy is in pain right now <laughs> because of this compromising you're doing and I mean obviously if someone really cares about you they don't want you to do that anyway so don't know I think it's that yeah I feel like this is something a lot of women do and I am um, yeah I really think we should just stop doing that <laughs> sorry for the men listening if I'm making sure your girlfriend is fucking you less uh, but just had to be said it had to be said because it's just like you huge societal pressure I feel like and at the end of the day, saying no to sex is probably the best for both partners, right? Because if you don't feel like doing it right now, how good is sex going to be? Probably not that good. You can better just wait a little bit and then have, you know, both parties enthusiastic and have a bomb-ass sex. Like, isn't that what we all want? I think so. Whew. Okay, that was my vent. I really, really hope you guys enjoyed that. And please let me know your opinion. And yeah, if you thought this was relatable or if you have any like similar stories to it, I would love to talk about it because I just find it so, so, so interesting. But anyways, let's go to questions. So the question of this week is actually a follow-up from the question of last week. It was a person that wanted to know how they could get um their crush to notice them and that he was out of their league but which he was probably not but anyways let's read it um okay hello i'm the day them with the crush on the man heartbreak emoji it'd be like that when you like men anyways came to update on the last question i sent i watched a that girl podcast episode and you asked for more details so i got you oh it wasn't from last week then two episodes I mean, not even last week, two episodes ago. Anyways, apologies in advance if this is a little long. Well, him and I were friends in high school and now we don't really hang out anymore. Embarrassing. <laughs> we text every once in a while, but nothing serious for real. It's just a really weird obsessed 
slash one-sided crush. I don't know how to ask him out. Like, should I ask him out to to go out? I'm not sure. Like, should I start texting him regularly first? I really want to know how to initiate any type of relationship, if you know what I mean. Sorry if it doesn't make any sense. I'm currently under the influence. <laughs> Love that. Okay, so I really like that you were already friends with him um, because at least this is like not coming out of nowhere if you gonna start and try to talk to him because like when I was in high school I would have questioned people that have not I have not spoken to once in my life and did not know about my existence so you're already one step ahead of me so if I were you I would probably start with paying a lot of fucking attention to what this guy is doing like try to find like mutual interests or not like you can pretend you have interests let's say you're in a like uh, a group setting maybe like you're with some other friends you went on a spotify playlist you saw that he liked this artist bring that fucking artist up somehow i don't know or like maybe just start replying to his instagram stories like that is also really effective but it can maybe even be like smaller than that let's say you have like classes together you could literally just text him and be like hey did you finish that project yet yet or like hey um, i'm having trouble with this uh homework assessment do you mind helping me with it just because we're in the same class and i thought you know why not text you and you know then you can have the conversation about the class you can have conversations about different interests and more importantly like when you engage in that conversation like and this is about texting you can just maybe like drop in some questions texting uh asking him about himself like oh how have you getting along this school are you um, excited for a new school year I'm not <laughs> people love sharing interest about things that they do not like together so <laughs> I would really recommend that but yeah I definitely like you said I really recommend just like maybe start texting him casually first about stuff I think the school project or assignment is a good thing because you can get back onto that and but like try to slide in like normal questions as well that are outside of school and then you can maybe start with complimenting him like just be bold like i would probably do a compliment in real life rather than over text because over text i think like sometimes it can come across as i mean i don't know because i feel like let's say if i was in high school i don't necessarily would want someone to know that i'm flirting with them over text so i would probably compliment someone um in real life faster like oh hey what a nice shirt you're wearing today and it's up to them if they take it as a compliment or I'm flirting or you're just being nice. So I'd probably do that. And then, you know, later, I think you should just make the fucking first move. Because don't forget, men, they're not as good as taking hints as women are, I feel like. Especially when they're, like, a bit younger, if you're in high school. Like, it's going to be hard for them to pick up on that. Like, especially subtle hints because you're just not really in like the dating environment i suppose so you have to make it clear you have to make yourself known so i would probably just be like hey i found this really cool coffee shop around the corner do you want to grab a coffee with me there and that's it and if you are too scared to do that because i know i fucking would be invite him to maybe like a group hangout and in that group hangout you can start paying more attention to him you can give that subtle compliment of hey i like your shirt or hey oh you have such cool shoes where did you get them i've been really trying to get some good sneakers you know it's easy like but i think just fucking do it just fucking do it because you're gonna regret if you don't like fuck it who cares 
All right, you guys, that was already the end of the episode. I really, really hope you enjoyed it. And please let me know what you think. Please, fuck it. Just DM me and DM me your thoughts because I'm so fucking interested in them. Also, please don't forget to leave a review if you liked it. And especially if you made it this far. Like, hello, clearly you liked it. So please give me a review. And maybe follow me on Spotify. Follow the Instagram podcast to get involved with the podcast. It's Podesti with BFG. And maybe follow my personal account, Barbara Feginkel. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you have a good day. Bye. Mwah.